0: Can have you taken an IQ test before? No.
1: Can't oh. say I ever have. Who administers those? Everyone's like, Did you know Paris Hilton has an IQ of four hundred and let's not use that example. But like, <laughs> where do you get an IQ test? Uh well my my aunt gave me one. On it's like on the internet? or (laughs) no but my aunt
0: she's like a child psychologist or she was uh she gave me an iq test and years later like she never told me the results i don't know if she told my parents the results but years later uh she was talking to me and she was like you know i'm really surprised you didn't do more with your life and i was like (sighs)
1: Oh no! <laughs>
0: like
2: oh, you're in lawyer
0: school.
1: That is not the yeah. Yeah, that what was before. Want? That was before. Oh, I started is that started. That's why you're a lawyer. <laughs> I was now.
2: wondering why you got into lawyer school. That is
1: not the burn I was expecting you to get. I thought she was gonna be like, "You're a real dumbass," but like, boy, how do you really <laughs> made it far. I know it's weird yeah I guess if you tell a kid they're really smart at a young age then they sit back and they're like I don't need to work for it maybe that was her thinking yeah maybe so does she know you have a hit podcast? And that would probably <laughs> really change her mind. <laughs> I have yet to tell her about my hit podcast.
0: I just saw her yeah, moments I ago. Mean, you
2: say so many smart things on this podcast.
0: It's right? True. You can really true. show
2: her what for.
0: Mm-hmm. I am the Edgar Allan Poe of podcasts.
2: Edgar Allan Poe <laughs> So
0: this is gonna be pretty challenging.
2: Okay, let's get you ready for your wedding. Uh-huh. Job to give percent it's important for us to pause for a moment
0: okay
1: girl, look, girl. Cheerio, look, life pile.
2: <laughs> this is life pile podcast the only podcast that's solving your murder even before it's been committed i'm lifestylist and lifestyle expert camden johnson
1: I'm just a girl standing in front of a boy in a nude floor-length rhinestone encrusted dress singing, happy birthday, Mr. President. Dylan Bregasa. Soft is the new
0: black. It's Rylan Warner.
2: Soft is the new black.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Wear soft stuff. Who cares what color it is? Just go soft.
2: File podcast is the podcast for people who don't let facts get in between them and the lifestyle section. Every week, we give you hot lifestyle tips and review the best lifestyles
1: to live. Beep beep. Toot toot. I just want to make a quick correction for my own conscience. As someone whose name gets mispronounced constantly by Starbucks baristas, I feel like I need to say, I'm so sorry to so sorry. Florence... Ziegfeld, I believe, is how it's pronounced. You guys got to listen to me for an hour last week. Say Ziegfeld. Um, that's wrong. I'm sorry. I should know better. And I'm gonna do better for my fans. The
2: fans demand it.
1: Who is she? Ghost? Is she a ghost person? No. The <laughs> Zieg, Ziegfeld Follies. <laughs> Now I feel stupid, like I'm still saying it wrong. What if I have to do another correction <laughs> segment where I'm like, it w- it's pronounced Thompson, actually.
2: It is a special Mother's Day episode here at LifePile mm. Podcast. So I'm de- dedicating all of my words out there to Mamala Johnson, uh, who is my Zen master, my sensei, my Spartan coach. It's all thanks to you, Mamala Johnson. which is also the perfect time to do corrections because Mother's Day is a time to apologize for what you've done <laughs> That's to true. your poor sweet mother. Uh, I know I, I got a correction coming, which is the puppy pudding essay we alluded to earlier. Me and Ryland it was not written by Alistair Crowley, famous Victorian wizard. Although if he, if he had written an essay about puppy torture and pudding... It would have been a fucking metal as all hell. And I wish it could have happened. But it was Alistair Norcross who wrote the puppy pudding essay,
1: uh, which was just not as metal. Uh, Ryland, you've got uh, a trunk, a warehouse, a uh, multi state
2: apologize.
1: Yeah, for. just a lifetime supply of things to apologize for. Do you want to pick one for your correction segment? Yeah, since it is Mother's Day, I want to give a
0: quick ol' apology correction out to my mom for not killing her yet. Yikes.
2: (laughs) I will correct that. Mother, I'm coming for you
0: My mom is very much on the When I get too old Push me down a mountain Oh And
2: she's there You have certain sense in it
0: Yeah, she she's she's getting there She's starting to tell me a bunch of stories That I don't care about Love you, mom But let's go to the top of that mountain And let's just get this thing over with, okay? So this, this correction goes out to my mom
2: These eggs Jeez. aren't as good as the last time you made them Maybe you're starting to fade, mom Huh? Maybe I gotta take care of you Take you own back
1: I guess while we're doing it I'll just do a shout out to my mom Who doesn't know this podcast exists And maybe never will
2: That's for the best
1: Anybody got any tips now that we've Corrected the shit out of our lives
2: Alright y'all I got a lifestyle tip Coming to you here On the third annual recording Since I started being vegan that's right, y'all. This recording is the official end to my three-week vegan challenge. Woo! Woo! Yeah! Ooh! Oh, oh. Uh, so here's my lifestyle tip, everybody. Go vegan. <laughs> Be fucking vegan for like three weeks. Okay. Honestly, you learn something, you get some new hobbies, you go eat by yourself at the Growling Rabbit, you grow a lot as a person, and if you and 11 of your meat-eating buddies Hmm. all agree to go vegan one month out of the year, then every time you see a vegan and you're getting all mad at him, you can say, hey, eat a steak, buddy, because me and my buddies equal one vegan, so we're doing it for you, so why don't you just relax back into a steak and chow down?
0: I think that's actually a really cool idea, because a lot of people think like, oh, well, I'm not going to do this thing for my whole life. So why do it at all? But even doing three weeks worth of good things is doing three weeks worth of good things. Like you didn't eat three weeks worth of animals or animal products. And that's freaking rad, bro. Like, let me get over there, pat you on the back. Oh,
2: Oh, Ow. oh, oh, fuck yeah! Oh, oh.
1: oh. Right, boys, 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 boys. Please, please.
2: No, I need more. No, we're
1: gonna, I'm we gonna gotta gonna focus burn. on the. Pro- oh my Sorry. God, uh, Ryland, uh, please uh, give us a lifestyle oh, tip.
0: Oh, oh, okay, all right. How do, how do you break up a fight? Um, so. I've been in a fight before. I'm a Uh-oh. rough and tumble sort of guy. I'm a good boy, but you get on my bad side, I'm going to let the, the scorpion tail come out of my pants and sting you. Okay? Uh-oh. So, what move
2: is that? It's
0: called the scorpion sting. <laughs> That's when
2: Rylan takes one leg out of its pant leg and then he kicks up back behind his head. Yeah, and, and he I hits tap the other guy you in. on the top of the head. <laughs>
0: And uh, so in middle school, I got in a fight with somebody on the side of the street and uh, it was s- stupid shit. And so this guy was much bigger than me. Uh, the guy I was fighting and he like shoved me into the street and we were on the side of a relatively busy street. Whoa! And like I fell on my back onto the street. Whoa. Like thankfully, like my backpack sort of flung up and like protected my head. But I could have died that day had it not been for one old man. Who uh, drove up? And he said, "Hey, hey, crazy! This is America. You don't, you don't fight like that. Ever. Hey, you guys breaking up call to collapse." collapse. And, <laughs> and years later, I myself was driving by a fight. With my family, and I saw these kids fighting somebody, and I rolled down my window, and I said, you you, you, you goddamn (laughs) kids, you stop fighting over there, I see you, I'm a car to collapse. And they stopped fighting. Uh, It worked. It worked. It totally worked. So, if I say, if you're a stranger, and you're in a car, so you could easily escape in case it goes bad, and you see people fighting on the side of the street, yell at them. And say, stop fighting. And you might actually help somebody, you might prevent them from being hit by a car and dying. So give it a shot.
1: Wow. Do you think we could drive past the estates of certain world leaders who are arming their nuclear long range weapons? Hey you, Kim hey you. Put those missiles back in the boxes. <laughs> Where to God, you
2: gotta go? No fighting. <laughs> <This is> America. <laughs> You can't get no missiles up there. You gotta get around. I'm gonna kind of collapse.
1: Did he say that? Because I love that logic of like, this is America. We don't fight here. Yeah, No, he
0: used that like exact language.
1: What? Yeah. That's kind of like our whole deal, bro. Like, we're just too much on the aggression side. See,
2: Dylan, you're misunderstanding the whole beauty of the this is America statement. Is that you can apply that to anything. anything. And if anyone argues with you, you, go, oh, so you don't like America? Oh, man. Oh, so you don't like America? That is true. You know?
1: You guys, I got a tip. <laughs> yeah, you do. It's my birthday month. And birthday uh, month. happy birthday month to me, baby. And I say that because take that birthday. You should stretch it. You stretch it out. Stretch it up. laughy taffy. Because... I think there's this really depressing trend amongst folks where you get up into those big years, the numbers are bigger. You'd think that the birthdays would get more exciting. You're racking up that high score. But people seem to just drop off. And I want to say, this month is my birthday. We're gonna have a good time. Uh. Stretch it out to a full month. Have multiple parties. Request gifts every single day. And act hurt when you only get them one of the days. Make make birthdays... No, nah, I'm not gonna say that. Make your birthday an event once more, you guys. Because it's not just for Children. And I think in a in a world where I increasingly feel like I am not entitled to any space or nice things, flip the script, just make a whole 30 days about how dope you are and how people should buy you drinks. And if you espouse that enough and hard enough, other people will just be like, all right, like, this is weird. I guess this is what we're doing.
2: So you just go into the bar and you're like, buy me drinks. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it's helpful to be gorgeous while you celebrate well, your month birth.
1: I'm not gonna say it's not true. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm not gonna say it doesn't help to be beautiful.
1: I'm talking getting those little crowns from Burger King, those little cardboard ones, wearing pink heart-shaped <laughs> sunglasses, maybe some beads, anything anything that if you don't maybe you don't have the bone structure for it, draw attention to yourself in other ways.
2: And the cops down in Boystown Town are like, hey, stop, you can't wear that stuff. And you say, uh-uh, boys. It's my birth month. It is
1: my birth... Oh, well, then all I guess all those laws about not wearing birthday crowns and flower necklaces are void. Null and void. I hate this tip
0: because oh? I know people born in every month. So, like, yeah. it's gonna be a year-long job for me, except for February, which... Is my birthday? That's right. I'm a February heartthrob, guys. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> but that would mean I get the shortest month. It's 28 days, and then for the other months, I'm having to dedicate my life to somebody else for that whole month. Yeah. God, that
1: fucking yeah.
0: that sucks, dude.
1: Well, well, here's the problem with that, Rylan. Like your heart's so fucking big because you're a heartthrob. You're making yours throb. You're making other people's hearts just they're throbbing I'm just,
2: thousands of miles from you you're making me throb
1: and That's true. all that throbbing is clouding your creativity I'm over here throwing the rule book out the window saying let's do away with that old birthday structure I, I want to I make it new again and doesn't that what, what sounds bad about having a year long birthday celebration every <laughs> year for the rest of your life
2: stretch it out <laughs> Oh, all right, you guys. I got a lifestyle I'm very excited to review. I've been doing some deep study into a sociological text Mm. by a French sociologist named Francois Hubert. And Francois Hubert wrote the famous sociological account of the desert planet Arrakis. In the uh, titled sociological work, Dune, Mm. in which he detailed the life and lifestyle of the Fremen who live out there in the deep, deep desert of Arrakis, Mm. uh, also known as the planet Dune. Uh, So you guys, the lifestyle of wearing a still suit. It's woven from spice plastic. It's a special design (laughs) that captures all of the moisture that evaporates off of your skin. It recycles all the moisture in your urine and the moisture of your feces is recycled out in your thigh pads. And your natural pumping movements of walking through the desert uh, kind of pump and power the stillsuit. And it collects all your moisture and little catch pockets that you can drink in a tube oh. by your neck. <laughs> and it's said that a man wearing a still suit will lose no more than a thimble worth of moisture a day if he wears it properly. Downside is that they do say you can't stand in a room with someone who wears a still suit because they smell real bad.
1: Mm. Ew. Makes sense.
2: Y'all. Wear in a still suit. Live it or leave. Leave it. it. What? <laughs> Dylan? That was disgusting. I hated Think that whole thing. Think about the moisture you're losing.
1: Rewind. Do you say spice plastic? What is spice plastic? The
2: spice. You've never heard of that? You guys, come on, Dylan. I've, the spice. I've never heard
1: of this whole thing. For the folks at home who are maybe like me, this is some geek shit that Ryland and Cam know about, <laughs> but I do not. I love guys, what the Galactic
2: Empire runs on spice. Okay. Is
1: that not a weed substitute? Is that like peyote spice?
2: Bathtub juice, which is not quite what we're talking
1: about. Oh so
0: your question is, would I do Crocodile? Is that what no, you're asking? No, that's
1: not... What is
2: that?
0: Even you know, to Crocodile, one it makes your body die and you turn into a crocodile person?
1: What?
2: Yeah, your skin turns all scaly like a crocodile and I, then it falls off.
1: I feel like we are really letting <laughs> this spaghetti get tangled up right now. Are we still talking about this comic book or are we talking <laughs> about... a
2: sociological text about the culture of a desert planet.
1: it's as real as you or me that crocodile people live on or is that No, i don't know why rylan
2: thought about some random (laughs) thing that has nothing to do with what we're talking about but that's what he always does
0: so we can't be surprised (laughs) gotta add some spice to it you know that crocodile (laughs)
1: <laughs> Ryan, please focus on the topic at hand, which is, do you want to wear this sewer suit?
0: Okay, so basically this question is, do I want to ever, do I give up drinking for my life, or do I give up eating for my life? Um,
2: what are you talking about? <laughs>
0: That's a the question I had all. to pick between giving up drinking or eating. No one you to- between those <laughs> that's a hard what are you talking question about? <laughs> no, i what like you eat. between eating
2: and drinking
0: <laughs> i'm a big drinker though like the things i crave the most are <sighs> drinks not alcoholic Same.
1: like it's an oral fixation it's fun yeah to and on there's something
0: about the burn of like a soda that just oh god it feels oh, so boy. good going down my body nice. what oh. you don't feel that you crave for the
1: burn um I think I go for that LaCroix burn maybe. Mm. Um, mm. what are you what's your thoughts on I hate to have this conversation with every fucking person because it's twenty eighteen and it's all we're talking about. But do you good thumbs up, thumbs down on the LaCroix? Uh
0: I did not like them, but now I'm okay with them.
1: I'm okay with LaCroix. I, I feel like there's a whole group of foods and drinks that I'm like, because I'm old and my tongue is just like a dusty used up husk that like can't taste anything anymore I I have like grown to like things like bagels and coffee and La Croix and edamame and just things that as a kid Dylan would be like this is this is disgusting garbage yeah and keep it as far away from me as possible I'm reaching for that fun dip please yeah um, Sorry we're getting distracted Again do you want to wear a poop suit Ryland? Okay. I am
2: so upset <laughs>
1: So How
0: dare both of you so How I'm, dare I you could You either, have no water discipline I could, I, could dr- a, I could drink my Sacks pull off a Ugh. sack Off my body and drink Scratch that pocket. Yuck. Or I could have a suit that makes all my Waste into food and I could eat that No one said that, no one said never you, have do that. To, you don't I get never, to do that I never have to eat again Again, or I never Little have to drink nuggets. again. I'm gonna have Ugh. to go with you know, the the food suit and not the drink suit. Okay, but suit. here's the I'm thing sorry. about the
2: food suit: the food suit, the food that comes out of the food suit is like pigeon milk. You know about pigeon milk? No. You know? I what hate learning
1: about animals on this
2: fucking podcast. <laughs> so pigeons feed their young via a gland in their neck no. that produces pigeon
1: milk. That pigeons has pigeons are vampires?
2: What the? But? That is not the, even the closest, oh, what do you think a vampire
1: There needs to be a little forecast app for Ryland that just, just lets us know how cloudy he's going to be on a certain day, and this is a stormy, low-visibility day. I
2: can't see my hand in front of my face in Ryland right now.
1: <laughs> okay, so I'm an adult pigeon, I'm opening up my neck gland, and what comes out? Pigeon milk, and it has the consistency of
2: like
0: a runny cheese. Oh,
1: that is so disgusting. That is so disgusting. And
0: that's what you're eating out of your little catch All right, pocket. Alright fine. Going uh, liquid suit, live it. Your soup suit. My soup suit. Still suit. I will you're drink my soup own soup. soup if I don't have to suck runny cheese out of a pigeon's <laughs> neck. <laughs> <laughs> <Those> damn, <laughs> I, was
2: a pigeon. No. I was a pigeon on the shoulder of your suit why so I just lean over and French it
1: <laughs> I'm like af- afraid to ask but I do need some clarifying questions in the in the water suit in the drink suit in the camelback suit does it taste like anything or does it taste like water or does it taste like raw human sewage
2: it tastes a little flat it tastes a little warm mm-hmm. uh Maybe slightly brackish, but not bad. Especially think about this. Uh there's uh barely any water.
1: Zuz, uh this is the part of Life Pile where we talk about the vocab words that will be on the final at the end of this season <laughs> of the show. Remind me what brackish means.
2: Uh let's not get into that, uh I believe we heard it in context. I mean, It's Sewage. not
0: it's it's like it's like black, it's like blue, it's like brackish. Somewhere in the oh, middle. Now uh, We're have to look, look up <laughs> a word. Brack or brew? Brack or brew? It's not quite brack all the way, but it's brackish. It's brackish.
2: <laughs> I wouldn't call this brack. It reminds me of brack.
0: <laughs> what? Whatever that means.
2: <laughs> I wouldn't quite say this is brack. Brackish, slightly salty as. Is the mixture of river water and seawater in estuaries. Oh, uh, fish God. or other organisms living in or requiring brackish water.
0: Okay. So Dylan's a leave it. I'm a live it because I don't want the cheese. Uh and uh Cam, um, would you live or leave your own water
1: suit?
2: I'm going to say livid, but I like that pigeon suit. Oh, no, gross. it been like a hot day with some <coughs> chunky,
1: warm Gruyere.
0: pigeon cheese. Yeah. Spread that across oh. my mouth. No. But if I had to pick between never eating and never drinking again, I'm going to go. Why are you never, taking over my segment to your
2: dumb bar game? <laughs> hey, Dylan. Why, is, why is my segment this time? Dylan's got a segment. Why don't you ignore what he says and come over hey, to your dumb hey, bar? Dylan, game? would you?
0: Hey, would would you rather, dylan, dylan, would you rather never
2: eat
1: or, or never
0: drink again <laughs> huh dylan
1: i'm i'm offended as someone who it's my birthday my, uh, <laughs> i just want to remind you guys that i'm not being offered both suits and uh, Breath of the Wild style, I don't get a switch between my cheese suit and my Brack suit. <laughs> That's so gro- Growing up in Colorado, that was like the thing that my parents told me to be afraid of, was that Brack? if you got any river water in your mouth, uh, it had deer urine in it, which would make you go crazy. <laughs> and so...
2: He's mad on the deer year.
1: It, it sounds like you've just made a space suit that uh, funnels m- mad elk disease into my mouth. But you are the elk, <laughs> like it's coming out of you. You're just drinking your own diseases. No, I'm a, If it's my, it's so it's my birthday. Can I request that a new suit be made? Can,
2: Depends. What are your specifications?
1: So here's what I'm thinking. We have an extra layer of insulation on this suit because I do get cold easy. In I the have. Desert. I got a low body mass index cam. I didn't ask <laughs> to be born in this way. And that extra layer of insulation is filled with red Kool-Aid powder. Mm, and so we're whoa. running all that brack through a Kool-Aid red powdery filter. filter. And that's what I want for Dylan's birthday suit oh that sounds good oh god yes have you had the kool-aid where yeah, you yeah. put it starts out
0: as white powder and turns uh green nope but that sounds like most of the kool-aids
1: right They're oh wait like white wait powders. how about the
0: powder that it's clear it produces a clear water-like substance but it tastes like kool-aid whoa is that kool-aid what is yeah, that called that's invisible kool-aid or something it's, it's a special kind of kool-aid it's so good brandland yeah. Get
2: the hell out of my segment. <laughs> you get the hell out of my segment.
1: I'm talking about the desert here, okay? Great father son is going to burn you to a crisp. Have yeah, we gotten to a place where you know, you know how they got those oxygen bars? Oh, I know. Do you get nutrients from that? Do you think that I could ask for a suit to just fill up with edible gas and I just breathe my meals? Why aren't we there? <sighs>
2: Cuz nobody wants to eat farts. Elon. Elon. I'm hey, in. hey, Rowland, do you want to do a segment, and I can just stomp all over? Oh no! I come you guys, with my own way. This
0: bullshit.
1: is not what my birthday is about.
0: Fight, 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 fight! This is fight. America,
1: <laughs> don't go. Kids don't go all fighting into America. Go, go,
0: call Okay, Uh cool. So, uh, this is Mother's Day, you know. Talk about a job that's going out of style being a mom, you know? Hmm.
2: (laughs) I know most moms, they pick
0: up sticks right away and they get the hell out. Sorry, I uh, just came back from the planet Arrakis, so I'm a little bit spicy today, okay? But. but these uh, moms I mean like moms as they are now are not moms as they were in the 70s you know it's it's a job that has changed it's I mean I shouldn't even call it a job it's just being part of a family but it used to be much more of a job being the housewife you know mm. and there were there were a lot of duties associated with that unfortunately uh, I'm not saying that was the right way that we should have organized our society but it's, it's how it, it happened uh, mm. and there are a bunch of other jobs that we have actually turned away from uh, that were very prominent in history. And so I thought today we could I'm
2: tuning in.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's us going in the time machine To look at some ancient jobs That have gone out of style And uh, whether or not We should live or leave These old jobs Would this be your dream job A hundred years ago A thousand years ago Mayhaps So let's evaluate them Okay Okay. Rylan, can
2: I just make No, hold on Can I just make sure The way your time machine works As you go (laughs) I'm tuning in and then you shoot backwards through
1: time. You forgot the part where he has an old lady orgasm. <laughs>
0: <few
2: things>.
0: <laughs> Some people think that time machines are cars, uh, but really they're radios. Uh, so once you find that, a car. <laughs> that right station, uh, once you tune in on that, you're all actually get sucked into the machine, uh, and get spat out as a grandma with an orgasm. All right, let's get started with some of these jobs, huh? <laughs> Here's a good one. This Fred, is going to be exciting yeah. material. Okay. Cause everybody, everything they did in the past was always super exciting. Like being a reader. Okay, so what does a reader do? They stand in a factory and they read to all the people toiling away. They just read them a book or a newspaper. (laughs) Because you couldn't have like a radio playing to keep people jamming out to the tunes. So you just have this dude reading something to everybody else.
1: (sighs) That's so sweet and so sad. Do I get to pick what the book is? if i'm the reader
0: uh we have a vote you know
2: that greg in finance wants to read sports illustrated again yeah it doesn't matter he's read it three times already
1: and i say <laughs> it doesn't matter that it's the swimsuit edition i'm reading it to you you can't see the pictures <laughs> hey hey could please just just keep reading it <laughs> just just describe them you said it goes to a vote, Ryland?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, it does. So majority wins, and it's always going to be that sports illustrated swimsuit edition. I'm sorry, guys.
2: So, Ryland, you're telling me that I can choose to have this guy read to me, or I can never read again for the rest of my <laughs> life. That's what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. You're saying, hey, Dang. Cam, either you never read again, or it's always this guy standing on a stool shouting it at you. <laughs> That's what you say. <laughs> yes, which would you pick? I'm going to say, yeah, shout it at me. I, right. I, I, I like literature. I don't want to have books out of my life. Do you want to be the reader,
0: though? Uh, How much does it pay? 25 cents a month.
2: As the reader, can I have... I'm, I might get bored reading this bullshit Sports Illustrated for the fifth time. Can I pipe in another reader into my ear so I can be listening
0: to something? Hmm. Mm. You can Who watches have, The Watchman? You can have a quiet reader... Uh right next to you, whispering in your ear,
1: yeah, I think I would i'm gonna live this job if I were a reader, it would be so fun to be like, all right, you guys, an old man in the sea, <laughs> call me Ishmael, <laughs> I said. As I stood up in front of my my new 12th grade class, <laughs> it's me. Um, it's the first day of school, and my parents have transferred me to boat school again. I'm getting tired of living in these boat towns, and I'm tired of being in school because I'm an old man, but I'm still in 12th grade. Gosh, I'm bad at school. So I think it'd just be fun to give them a little remix. That would be great. If I said I to mix it up. Cam, okay, live it or leave it?
2: Um, I'm going to say live it. Literature's good. And it gives you something to talk about with the ladies.
0: That's true. That's true. On to the next one. Okay. How about. (gasps) Oh, it's the morning time, but I'm sleeping in. (laughs) Cause there's no alarm clocks in this time period. Who is it? Oh, it's me, the knocker upper. The knocker upper? (laughs) Hello? Oh. I'm here to get you (laughs) pregnant. He's just called the knocker-up. I'm the knocker-up. And I he goes around the streets of Londons with a long pole and he knocks (sighs) on your window until you wake up.
1: Yeah.
0: Would you like to be the person to wake up a bunch of angry strangers? Live it or leave it? No, I like it in this example you gave. This woman is like,
2: oh, there's no alarm clocks in this time period. And also, I haven't paid a man to come knock on my window, so I'm going to sleep in. And then it came a knockin' and she must have been very surprised.
1: Mm-hmm. She was. It was the free trial period. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. One month free subscription, <laughs> and then if you refer a friend, they'll give you another month. Mm-hmm. When, I
2: get, when I put my credit card in there, I was like, I'm going to cancel it before it charges. But then, you know, it came around and I didn't cancel it. And then oh, you know, I was like, oh, who cares?
1: I think this is an instant leave it for me. I'm trying to think of how to spin, how to spin being a knocker-upper. In a way that would not make you the most hated guy in the village. Dude,
0: yeah, it's like, like you know how you'll maybe make one of your favorite songs your wake-up alarm? And then that's a mistake, because then you fucking hate yeah, that song. Yeah, but the But instead of a song, now it's a person.
1: <laughs> uh, Ooh. Here's what I'm thinking. Pavlov's knocker-upper. <laughs> knock, 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 knock. You fling open your wooden window shutters <laughs> on your hutch. I'm booking it down the street with my little knocker pole. But what's that on your little window sill? It's a latte. Oh, good morning.
0: That's Have super sweet. Have a knocker upper.
1: You just got, and then everyone's banging your door down for that membership. They do want to pay the nine ninety nine a month. So, Cause like I've been using Jerry's knocker upper service. And all he does is make my life hell. But Dylan's knocker upper latte service. Get me a nice little bean bean juice in the morning.
0: I actually love the image of a guy like riding around on a unicycle and he's wearing a vest that's just loaded with lattes. (laughs) And he has his long knocking pole. Oh, that'd be really cute. And then he's got a second pole with a cup holder at the end that he like. Yes, yes. He's got like a Pee Wee Herman automated hand that'll like grab onto it and lift it up.
1: Uh Oh, so cute. Flip flop. I'm going to live it. T- taking back my leave it
2: so i just want to make sure i've understood this your idea for this segment is that moms don't exist anymore so let's talk about some jobs that don't exist anymore <laughs> yeah yep. you do you do realize that you have a mother Ryland. But
1: they're going out of style.
2: Yeah. Like, have you... The, like, one of the only things that aren't because they are one of the only things that persists mm-hmm. always and that Have you checked has. the endangered species <laughs> list lately? Actually? No, pull it up. Alright. Hey, Dylan, go ahead and pull up the endangered species right. list for me.
1: Type, 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 type. All right, I've got the endangered species list here. We've got giant panda, still, that's a bummer. Blue whale, Wait, I feel like gorilla. I think they just
0: recently took giant panda off. Maybe I'm I'm looking right at him.
1: Western lowland gorilla, red faced spider monkey. <sighs> Wait, do you see Sumatran mom? Yeah, moms are on the list. Yeah, um, the Sumatran
0: mom. you All see,
1: right. you can see it right there, Cam. I'm sorry to break the news to you. I wonder if like the spotted North American mom is still on the not endangered list. It's just the Sumatran mom, and the snow mom, the red freckled duster mom. That's my mom. My mom's a snow mom.
0: Cam, right. like maybe your spotted North American mom isn't going to sink, but you should check your privilege because my snow mom is going out.
2: It's the global warming. It's destroyed the natural habitat of the snow mom.
1: It's just people love those luscious pelts. <laughs>
2: You're going to be a knocker upper or what, Cam? Come on. Here's my thing, you guys. The stench from my pigeon cheese, I'm slurping up out of my still suit, already has people hating me. Okay. So why not knocky, knock, knock, knock on the windows? They swing them open. Hey, stop that. Oh, and then the stench cloud hits them. Dude, Cam,
0: this is your perfect job because as a person that wants no one to talk to them ever, be the most hated person in the village
2: yes Hmm. not to mention they can't even see me because the desert is a harsh teacher and the desert has taught me (laughs) to move silently
1: right i think cam's tapping into something important too people love to hate things now people love to be mad they love to have like water cooler hate talk and cam's providing that service there's a whole other hemisphere of people who like to wake up and be happy and they like to have a latte and that'll be my primary customer base for everyone else, there's Cam. I'm like Krampus. Mm, is just Krampus like it. A th- is real? Is Krampus is real? Krampus is, Krampus Krampus is real. Is yeah. real? <laughs> hey, you guys. Is Krampus is real? Is Krampus is real? Krampus is real. That wasn't real. made up for the. That wasn't made up for the memes. It wasn't made up for the no. music. Did I you? Mean for the did you know it's that Krampus'
0: last name is Israel? What? It's Krampus Claus?
1: We we are so in the weeds with this whole episode. We cannot keep anything rat straight. Rat catchers. Ryland, give me another job. Rat
0: catchers. Okay, they're little kids that just go around catching rats. Live it or leave it. Oh, we're back on your segment. <laughs> yes, that hmm. wasn't like uh, an exclamatory curse word. Rat catchers. Let's get back on my segment. No, that was the next job. Brian
1: calls us rat catchers behind <laughs> our backs.
0: It's very
2: victorious. Insult. Here's the thing. Rat catchers leave it. What, being a brack catcher? <laughs> I'm out there catching the brackish water I slurp out of my neck tube. Yeah, I'll be a brack catcher any day.
1: So here's here's my conundrum. I've expanded my knocker upper service to a point that's getting unsustainable all right i'm serving the whole metropolitan area right now and i'm not waking up some of my later clients till about 11 30 they're about uh two and a half hours late to work already mm-hmm. so i just love
2: your style so much
1: they love my style so no much no other knocker upper but him yeah these lattes you can't get them anywhere else so what do i do you gotta spend money you gotta spend time to so what do i do i get another job (laughs) (laughs) this job is rat catcher because i'm a rat i'm a kid what'd you call him rat catching kids oh yeah rat catching kid yeah be a rat catcher kid i'm being a rat catching kid and a waker upper so i'm rat catching kid from now forward taking all those rats then i eat dinner we have our nightly seminars where i explain to them the ins and outs of knocker uppers and then the next morning all those rats that i caught they're going out with their vests and their unicycles and their pokers and they're knocking everyone up for me and that way i can expand my customer base uh two two rats with one latte Ooh. Hey, kid, you know,
0: you really follow the, follow the ABC's catching. Always be catching, kid. You know, you could really be a knocker-upper. You got some Huntsba, okay? I think tomorrow morning you come with me. We're going to knock up these windows, and I'm going to catch some rats with you. Come on, little boy. Okay, that went a weird way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Grandpappy Bragassa, he just started as just a humble latte knocker back in the 18th century, and he built himself a rat knocker empire, and that's why I went to college for A rat knocker Oh my god You rat knocker Rat knockers
0: My favorite type of knockers
2: (laughs) (laughs) So rat catchers used to bring in Rat tails (gasps) To get the payment On the rat bounty Oh And the British Imperium Much like they put a reward on rats When the British Imperium Took over India For a while They had A uh, Bounty out on cobras Because they are trying to cut down On the number of poisonous cobras In India Huh and instead of leading to a decrease in the number of poisonous cobras in India, it led to a bunch of Indian cobra catchers breeding cobras oh, in cages. Wow. And then they'd turn in their bodies for money and breed more cobras.
1: That is so smart.
2: And the British Imperium realized, well, this is just making more cobras. So they got rid of the bounty. Hey, no more cobra catching. We're not paying money for it. So all those cobra catchers come cobra farmers We're like Cool. And they just emptied out the cages on the streets. <sighs> now India's chock-a-block with venomous vipers. Wow. Place. So here's what I'm telling you. You get all of your Victorian orphan children and working in the spice plastic factory, sewing together little pigeon still suits for the rats. Now you've got the hardiest, healthiest rats in London town, and you're breeding them together, and you're just selling those tails to the queen for a whole load of money.
1: Rylan, here's what I don't get. Cam works his 9-to-5 job every day at an office desk, and then to come home and escape, he reads a book about (laughs) living in your own poop sealed in a suit eating (laughs) pigeon cheese. It doesn't sound like a fun book.
2: On a desert.
1: On a desert. I forgot that one.
0: Planet. Desert. Planet.
1: Ryland, are you going to live being a rat catching kid?
0: Uh... I hate rats.
1: So no, fuck that. I'm leaving that. I'm
0: I can't get close to that thing. I'm really scared. Really scared of them. Okay, here's the next one. Resurrectionist. Ooh. So back in the day before we knew a lot about the human body and before people were donating their bodies to scientists, English scientists were willing to pay people for fresh bodies. Okay? So basically, resurrectionists are people like it it wasn't quite illegal. It was kind of, I don't know. Like, I've seen different things at different websites about whether or not it was legal. But they would just go to grave sites, dig up a body, and then take that body to a scientist who was who was dissecting it to understand uh, human anatomy. So... Live it or leave it. Digging up dead bodies and taking them to a scientist. Happy
2: Mother's Day. Oh, yay. <laughs> you mothers are as dead as the people who used to hunt for bodies.
1: I'm going to leave it.
2: No, thank you. All right, Cam. So you're telling me <laughs> that I either have to dig for pots of gold or dig for bodies. And I have to pick one. I'm That's a, cool. I'm uh dig for pots of gold. Right. I don't want to dig for bodies.
1: Okay. All right. Well, you guys. I'm just trying to think of what. Um, now I'm like, hold up, you guys. <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> you know what I could get on the cheap? A big old bucket of cobras. Now the problem <laughs> is these cobras don't have anywhere to go. They don't have any work to do. Right. I got an empire of what? Knocking them up. It's hard to do if you're just a tube with a face on the end of it. But if I'm digging up bodies and I got some scientists in my network... I'm saying we sew on some arms onto these Cobras, <laughs> make them little army Cobras with armies, and then they can go around holding their knocking sticks. Here's some Cobra-sized vests. Get those lattes to the Custies. Dude. So now I got a rat Cobra knock him up <laughs> empire.
2: I was thinking the cobra is just going to climb up the wall face with his hands and oh. it smack its Cobra face against the window <laughs> and his
1: That sounds more on brand for you. I'm still going to need them to provide some sort of like sweet treat. Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll have tears. Maybe we'll have tears. Top tier me. Hi. Good morning. (laughs) Everyone's like favorite way to wake up. (laughs) Best part of waking up is Dylan in your window. Right. Then tier below that is for $50 a month. Dylan, it's $1,000 a month. $50 a month gets you a little squirrel. No, a little rat. In a little vest with a latte, <laughs> and then the lowest entry level tier, you just get a cobra slamming its face on your window, and then when you open it, he's got a little. Um... I brought you a stone. <laughs> exactly. It does. It okay. does. It does still
0: have the arms sewed on, but they just don't do anything.
1: The name of my company, Knockers. <laughs> oh fuck yeah, dude! Cool.
0: Also, but Dylan, you totally have an opportunity because sometimes you go around knocking. And they Mm -hmm. just don't wake up.
1: No, they don't.
0: Yeah, and you're like, wait, what's up? And then you go up in there and they're dead. Because they died in their Uh, sleep. um, You know? And then you take that body... Oh and to me, my snake children oh, formed the snake raft. Exactly, you got your All resurrectionist right. gig right
1: there. You know how um you work in a in a what is it like a cart? You're a certain salesmen. They give you different kind of levels of ties and jackets depending on how like cool and good you are. Yeah, I just came up with a way that I could uh, double the amount of people in my arsenal, and by people I mean cobras. I'm giving the seasoned salesmen, the seasoned knockers, those old knockers, those experienced knockers, give them hands and arms. Your entry level, you just got off the boat from India and you're ready to start your new job in London town. Feet hands. You get the <laughs> feet from the dead people. <laughs> and you, what are you just got to hold what? those scones with your toes. <laughs> you got to hold your knock and pull with your toes. The snake people your do? your and your toes. <laughs> mm-hmm. The snakes that I employ, that I Can give you them, imagine limbs. a
2: cobra just trying to <laughs> clunk clunk its clunk, clumsy British feet down the cobblestone alley, with its tongue halfway <laughs> at its mouth and that kind of look of concentration, just like. Th- <laughs> <laughs>
1: Morning.
0: Morning. <laughs> okay, okay. I just have two more jobs. Okay. So next job, a nomenclator. Cam, do you know what this job is? It seems like something you no. would know about. Okay. So maybe I'm saying it wrong, but a nomenclator is just a person who follows around a more important person, and they oh. keep a list of names of the people that they're supposed to know. And so oh. when they run into that person, they just whisper the name into their ear. So they're like,
1: oh. Devil wears Prada.
0: Oh, okay. Devil Wears Prada. Yes, sure. Is this a thing in that movie?
1: Yeah, just uh, Andy, played by Anne Hathaway, is this for Meryl Streep's character. And I think I would love to have you do that for me, Cam. (laughs) Anytime. Drop Drop your CV by. I've got a lot of people to meet. A lot of people trying to get in on my knockers money because I've I've I'm a socialite now. That's true. I'm, I'm
2: people saying, "Hey, is that that guy with knockers?"
1: the The only knockers I do now are usually celebrities and presidents, heads mm-hmm. of state. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Because I've just reached a point where I myself am a cultural icon. That's people true. People are wanting to do their knockers on me, but uh, you know, Dylan is the the Mark Zuckerberg anymore. of knockers. Absolutely, and I'm so excited to get my drone rats and my drone cobras, my Drobras out out (laughs) in the field. We're talking about the future of knockers. A bunch
2: of cobras flying through the sky.
1: (laughs) That's the future I want.
2: I mean, that would wake me up. That would wake me right
0: up. I'm just excited for the future when I Google image search knockers and I just see a bunch of flying rats and snakes and
1: lattes. <laughs> yep, yep, this is the future I want. This is the future <laughs> oh, liberals want. Man.
2: Yeah, we don't have robots or flying cars, but we have live in the future in the ways that matter. Flying rats and cobras. <laughs> Cobra copters delivering lattes. Mm-hmm. Let's just mm-hmm. let's just mm-hmm. move
0: on to the last job. Fuck living or leaving being a l- nomenclotter, okay? How about being a computer? Huh?
2: This one I know about. This one's a classic. What? You guys thought...
0: That That's the
1: future. You,
0: yeah, you thought that. You thought, you thought, hey, I work at McDonald's. I guess in the future I'm gonna be a computer. But no, mm. in the past you, you were a computer. F- oh what my you god. F- god.
1: I- don't know if he's So got Dylan, the right...
2: let's start ignoring Riley. All right. But back before we had machines to do computing for us, uh-huh. you still had to f- solve formulas, right? Like in accounting firms or the people who wanted to put a man on the moon. Okay. So what do you do? You hire people who are good at formulas to crunch all the numbers for oh, you.
1: Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah. To run my business.
2: And that's why you hire a mm-hmm. cobra and a pencil skirt to crunch the numbers for
1: you. Right. Right. Yeah. And
2: that's what a computer is.
1: Oh, okay. See so yeah,
2: how this makes sense? some saying how you know, someone wants a fry cook but dreams await not in the future in the past you're
0: a computer
1: fry cook Cam listen here moms are going extinct <laughs>
2: all running mom. <laughs> Did you know that
1: we were
0: descended from computers? How Did f- you know that we were computer? Did you know that we were
2: computer?
1: Did you, is, guys, is Krampus is real? Is Krampus is, 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 real?
2: Krampus is, is real? Is Krampus' computer? Is Krampus' computer Is computer ever, le-
0: real?
1: liver <laughs> <laughs> leave being a computer. Uh, uh, I am gonna leave being a cramp-puter. I'm gonna live
2: being a cramp because
1: <laughs> Ryland computer computing
0: hell yeah I mean I am a computer you know I can count numbers while thinking about something else at the same time so I'm I'm a computer wow, how does he do it it's pretty impressive I know and that's all my lives for you guys thanks uh for taking my journey back through history uh,
2: Ryland, I want to see an example of your great talent could you just count uh numbers for us and uh, give us your thoughts in between
0: one two three
2: four five
1: you guys i got a lifestyle for you let's go ahead and dive into that i haven't mentioned this uh yet it is my birthday month so uh, thank you guys for being here for it for celebrating with me in this time we're going to continue doing it for the next many weeks you
0: know who else's Uh, birthday month it is
1: no it's mine (laughs) there's uh i was just wondering if you knew i'm
0: just wondering never mind continue on
2: it's my birthday month.
1: Uh, all right. So it's my birthday month. <laughs> it's my birthday and month. And I've decided let's just kind of s- focus month too, on man. celebrating me and I guess what I bring to the table and uh,
2: what I bring to the table too. while we're
1: all kind of in this birthday, Dylan, Dylan is here and we're so happy he got birthed. And Cam too got uh, birthed. Too. We'll just focus on the history of birthdays. So I got a little birthday history for you guys. Here we go back to ancient Egypt was kind of the first place we saw uh, so what resembles modern birthdays happening. The oh. Pharaohs would celebrate their coronation as a pharaoh uh, becoming a pharaoh they, they believed that that made them reborn as gods so they were like let's celebrate that being born immortal eh, who cares being reborn as a god when you're you know a little later down the road here we go celebration the greeks took that they had this other thing where they would make moon-shaped cakes out of wheat flour olive honey and grated cheese which to me sounds disgusting and they would offer yeah. it to artemis the moon goddess and to imitate the glow of the moon they put these little candles in the cake okay and uh when they started copying egyptian uh birthday tradition from their kind of pharaoh celebrations they kind of infused that little cake note in there then we pop over to romans okay romans were the first who were like we could do this for normal people you don't have to be a born again god for this you guys but they did only decide that you earned a cake if you made it to your 50th birthday. So they were, it was not, it was not the cakey cake fest that we know today. Now I will say across the board, Christians were not super down with birthdays. Firstly, Birthdays are tied to pagan gods. True. That's true. Yeah. Not a favorite in Christianity. And secondly, they thought if we were all born in sin and had to work our whole lives trying to make Jesus like us, birthdays are essentially just celebrating your terrible, disgusting humanity. Right. So they were like birthdays. Got it. No. No. And while the Romans maybe seemed progressive for participating in something so pagan and self-indulgent like birthdays, they also decided that women weren't allowed to celebrate them. So that's Ew. trash. Women can be sinful pagans, too, you guys. Come on. In ancient Rome, there is this freaky deaky wintertime holiday, though, called Saturnalia. It ran for a full week. Rules about gambling got suspended. People got real drunk. Servants in homes were waited on by their employers. Everyone gave each other these little gag gifts, these little wax figurines, those little joke gifts. And a temporary king of Saturnalia was appointed to oversee the debauchery. The Christians were not about it. And then they flip-flopped. And they were like, wait, nope, birthdays are cool, you guys, everyone. And also, do you know who they said had the best birthday? And do you know when they decided that birthday was going to happen? That's right. Right on Saturnalia. It turns out that's when they decided Jesus was born, actually. So you know what? Never mind. Actually, (laughs) never mind. And please stop doing what you're doing over there. Yes, you sir, with the Saturn hat Um, and start celebrating Jesus, please. Thank you very much. Flash forward. We've got 18th century Germany. They celebrate Kinderfest, which is a celebration of German children where they do the birthday cake they'd have candles in it one for every year that you were uh, alive and then plus one as just a little like
2: hope you don't die hope you don't (laughs) die (laughs) this is is
1: my german accent (laughs) so yikes So a grim thing to put on a children's birthday cake and lastly that sweet birthday song that we all pop our pussies to once a year, you guys, is a remix. What? It was based on a song written by Patty and Mildred J. Hill in 1893 called Good Morning to All, and it's supposed to be sang by school children before they started I've heard their school that. day. What? Where? Good morning to you.
0: Good morning to you. Good morning, dear child. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I I, this, the, I the, thought I heard the, it, but OG I haven't.
1: Is called "Good Morning to All," Ryland. Fuck. That hot track swept the nation. People were really horny for it, and I think what you were just singing is one of the many remixes. Sorry, my because bad. Because as is common with something that gets people excited, people start making their own versions of it. So eventually, this dude Robert Coleman drops a fucking banger of a remix in 1924, <laughs> and guess what? He changed all the words, and now it's about birthdays. So, you guys, with all that said it is time for me to ask what is your favorite thing about me because this is my <laughs> birthday month and I'm very deserving of praise and affirmation and what do you guys like about me? Happy birthday it's my birthday month!
2: Woo! You got great hair.
1: Thank you, Cam. Look
2: at your hair. It's
0: beautiful. Ryland, your uh, I love how much you resemble a Saturn. Uh,
1: Cause well, you make me want to put a ring on it. Oh, you brought it home at the end. All right, round two. Cam, what's your next favorite thing about me?
2: Um, those cute little buns, <laughs> and little your oh. jeans. And it looks like oh, you're. It <laughs> looks like you're uh, shoplifting hot
1: dogs. <laughs> All right, Ryland, you get another one.
0: Uh, you're welcome. So I love how much you're connected, like the internet, sort of like a LAN. <laughs> and your first part of it is Dill, Dylan.
1: Alright, he is uh they're getting a little more cryptic. Right. Third time's a charm. Cam, go ahead. What do you like about me?
2: I love going to bars with you and getting the splashback of free drinks because yeah. people are pointing at you saying, Buy that guy a drink. And then the bartender mishears hears Buy that bear a drink. Uh, So just hanging out with you, I get a drink for free.
0: Ryland, I love um, the way that like we were all scared that your dad would never have a baby because he shot a nail into his balls, but then (sighs) you came out. So (laughs) so grateful.
2: You do kind of have like a Greek Roman uh, formation story of how your father. Kronos shot himself in the balls <laughs> and then pulled the nail from the balls. Oh boy. Almost like a cork being pulled from a wine bottle, and you sprung forth fully formed and had to defeat him in fabulous combat.
1: That's uh, why the giant marble statue of me in the middle of Boys Town in Chicago has the inscription underneath Dylan Bragasa, born of iron and balls.
0: Yeah, if you look at the base of that statue, there's like folded flaps
1: of skin. That's actually the ball sack. Oh, <laughs> birthdays. <laughs> Do you guys like celebrating your birthdays? Some people don't. I don't know. I don't understand those people. I don't. You don't like celebrating your birthday.
2: A birthday is a quiet time to sit in contemplation of what a failure you are. How you've failed yet again for another year. I like oh God, yes. I I like
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like celebrating birthdays if like I have to do nothing. Like if I have to arrange my own party, I'm just not gonna do it. But if somebody else wants to do it for me, hell yeah, thank you. I I love you. Okay, You're the best. I
1: get that. You need a maid of honor for your birthday. Exactly. I used
0: to
2: enjoy birthdays before Ryland, Ryland's ex girlfriend ruined my <laughs> birthday for forever uh
1: what's that story slash can we tell it on the air so
2: i was on my birthday but i got a may birthday so it's like when all of my friends are out of town so i have no one to celebrate my birthday with
1: because they're all at my birthday party. Because
2: they're all at Dylan's birthday month, helping chisel his marble statue right in the middle of the street in Boystown. Town. I was like, you know what? It's my birthday. I'm not going to be sad this year. I'm going to go celebrate. So what if I don't have any friends around or no one who loves me around? I'm going to go celebrate. I'm going to go buy myself a birthday cake. So I go to the grocery store. And on my way to the bakery aisle, who should I bump into? But Ryland and his then girlfriend. And his then girlfriend says, Oh hey, what are you doing? <laughs> You're not buying yourself a cake, are you? <laughs> That'd be sad.
1: <laughs> oh no. And then
2: I turn around and I go home and I drink a <laughs> bottle of tequila.
1: Cakeless? I say,
2: Oh, Cakeless, absolutely. Cake- I was crushed. Oh. I was absolutely crushed. Oh, and no. I said, someday I will have my revenge on right <laughs> <Ryland>, Warner." <laughs>
1: And you got it. You trapped him in this nonsense (laughs) podcast.
2: Yep, Yep. like a mammoth in tar. And I'm just going to (laughs) slowly sink
1: the life out of him until he can't struggle anymore and he sinks to the bottom. And the gag is, I think Ryland has become the tar and you have become the (laughs) mammoth and you're slowly sinking into insanity.
2: Hoisted by my own pit tar.
1: Have I convinced you guys yet? Do you guys care about birthdays? Are you going to celebrate your... Cam, I don't know when yours is, but when yours comes around, you should celebrate... your
2: birthday for a month.
1: It's my birthday. Ryland, right n- next February, I promise we're going to celebrate yours for a full month because you got to stretch it out. True, true. Dylan, you know, I was a log uh,
0: on a river floating towards a waterfall of death. Um, and it was just like, uh, whatever, you know, I guess I'm never going to celebrate my life. I'm just going to float towards this waterfall and die. But suddenly talking (laughs) (laughs) to you has made the back end of my log grow into a motor and I'm like and I'm turning this baby around and no I'm not I'm not going towards that waterfall I'm going upstream baby and I'm going back in time I'm gonna be a computer guys birthday This is LifeFile Podcast,
2: the only (laughs) podcast whose words is guns, and by guns we mean sweet muscles. We want to thank aliens for the tech. We want to thank cobras for waking us up, sheeple. We want (laughs) to thank Scott Davis for the music. If you're recommending the podcast to your friends and family, we want to thank you because it helps us find listeners and it helps them find the right way to live. We want to thank you if you're following us on Instagram, on Snapchat, on Facebook, or if you're on that sweet new app, Pepper Pickle. That's a really popular one. Follow us on that one. Mm-hmm. We want to thank you if you live in the lifestyle of giving us a five star rate and review on apple.itunes.podcast.edu.org.vodka. <laughs> ninja
1: we read all of those reviews if you've ever wanted to uh, goof on us that's the best way to get in contact with us don't worry about our email
2: this week you guys you can find me uh, rolling off the back of a worm into the leeward side of the sand dune and as I roll down the hill I drape my cape over my body in still suit and now I am hidden in the sand ready to strike as I <laughs> Brackish cheese from my catch pocket. Ugh. Dylan, where can we catch you?
1: Well, after I get a fire hose full of Purell and shoot Cam with it, I'm gonna fix him up in a tidy little tuxedo, and I'm gonna take him with me to a black tie event at Jim Jim Jim, Jim Jimothy Bezos. What's his name? James Bezos mansion and i'm gonna say oh i missed it cam what is his name is it jim or james or jeff it's jam bazos jam bazos (laughs) invented
2: the amazon river
1: jam so great to meet you so catch me
0: there and uh i'm gonna be just driving around my neighborhood this week trying to find people that are fighting uh, and if they aren't fighting, I might just yell at some people to fight. <laughs> fight, 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 fight. And then I'm going to immediately say, Oh don't you dare stop me, target Are all you darn kids. I'm gonna call the So, <laughs> would you just wait for me to start yelling at you one way or to another?
1: He's gonna call the claps <laughs> Not the collapse! <clubs. laughs>
0: this is life
2: pile. Light your life on fire. <laughs>
1: Life Pile.